Hey guys, so it's been a while since I've uploaded anything to the stream, but I had CCP Rattari on last weekend for an interview, so I figured I'd upload this so that you can listen to it on the go if you don't want to watch it on YouTube. If you guys want to catch the live stream on Twitch every Saturday, it's on twitch.tv slash oz underscore eve, or you can catch anything I do on YouTube at youtube.com slash oz eve. Enjoy the interview. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, uh, Ratari as well. Uh, welcome, everyone uh, at home. It's, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be streaming about EVE Online every Saturday, but uh, it's, a, it's a special pleasure when we have uh, the, the game director for EVE Online uh, here. So um, first of all, CCP Ratari, uh, welcome and thank you so much for sacrificing your Saturday evening to hang out with us. Fine. Happy to be here. Um, so we are going to um, talk for about uh, 45 minutes to an hour. First of all, uh, you know, sorry everyone for being about 10 minutes late. I was just telling Rotati, my computer crashed about 15 minutes ago, which is the worst thing that can happen just before you go online um, and uh, and stream for for all of you. So um, uh, hope let's let's hope it holds up for another 45 <laughs> minutes, uh, or this is going to be uh, be interesting. Um, but um, yeah, so great, great to have you here, uh, Ratadi. Um, we 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 spoke two years ago, almost to the day. Uh, it's, it's weird. Which he is said, he told me two years. I thought it was a year. So <laughs> time flies. Time flies. Last time we last time we spoke, we talked about um, uh, resource redistribution. We talked about um, uh, the the dirty word of scarcity, uh, as as the community likes to call it. I know you don't use that word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was um uh, it was fun last time so um you know let's 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 pick right up i'm uh, i asked the community for for some questions i have a bunch of questions uh, myself i think it's a it's a perfect time to be uh, talking to you with uh, the excel add-in coming with uh, i don't know a war going on with uh, production increasing again with an expansion that uh, that just hit um so i think it's it's a good time i i wouldn't time. i think i wouldn't be a um uh, I, I I wouldn't be speaking for the community though if we uh, quickly address the 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 elephant in the room uh, that uh, I think everyone is talking about this week uh, that um, uh, that is hanging out uh, in various news sources surrounding Eve Online and that's the 40 million investment that Andres and Horowitz um, is investing into CCP Games to to create a quote uh, a triple A blockchain based uh, game that is based in the uh, in the EVE Online universe. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that uh, um, that's that, that was discussed hotly as well uh, internally. So uh, can I get your take on what does this mean for EVE Online? Um, how, you know, how how are you preparing for what the community uh, is, is thinking and maybe also um, throwing around uh, in, in the last few weeks? Mm -hmm. Uh, where to start? Um, let's start with the funding itself. So obviously this is a VC funding project and it's funded by external parties uh, completely. And it's not funded at all with EVE Online uh, revenues. So it's a completely separate standalone project, completely funded end to end with its own deliverables, own roadmap and own uh, team. So uh, the streams simply do not cross at all. Um, there's a, a full leadership running it um, and they've staffed completely up. Uh, majority of the team is new hires, uh, but also has a handful of current uh, EVE developers that, that transferred over uh, and a handful of ex-CCP staffers that returned for this project of age. Uh, literally from the start, people. Mm -hmm. So to, to gonna go go into the like, what does it mean to make a a, a real AAA game in the, in the Eve universe? So this has just been fascinating for us to watch, um, and uh, frankly, amazing to be able to raise this money in the situ in the, in the crypto environment as it is. So I think it's just a, I think it's a fantastic thing to to see, learn, monitor from our perspective. But uh, there's a very high, there's an iron curtain between the projects for sure. Um, on the 
on the uh, uh, situation itself with the uh, the Eve developers that that moved over, those have been uh, replaced or like have uh, or we're looking for rehires. I think we've already rehired for them. They like uh, like I said, there's a uh, simply a handful. I would say mm -hmm. less than ten in total. So it did not have a, a disruptive uh, a big disruption on our team at all. So we are just happy to have a another sibling in the in the in the office. If if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. I think there's two two concerns in the the community, as far as I understand it, and 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 as far as I I also have them myself, um, being you know being a, a very active part of this is, um, so so one is sure um, this is completely separate, but it's in terms of focus of CCP games, you know, Eve Eve Online has been your game for um, for twenty years. Um, if there's a shiny new triple uh, A title that's that's based in the Eve universe, um, you know how how can it not, you know how can it not detract your your attention or how can it not be be a little bit bad for Eve? You might think, uh, but we have for the last three to four years been going through a a, a bottoms up strategic review of of Eve Online itself and. Um, we've gone through uh, a remapping uh, of our priorities inside of the game as well. We're building on the foundation of the of the of the economic reset, uh, and then the strategic change to go into expansions was also part of this. So we have, in the last eighteen months, I would say, completely changed how we work in Eve Online. We have a very clear uh, roadmap for uh, our three kind of main initiatives that we call them. Um, and this new expansion strategy um, allows us to basically leapfrog and rotate talent and, and, and features and player value into these expansions. So the expansions are here to stay and we have a really good, uh, now we're basically just wrapping up uh, the final pieces of what's gonna be in the expansion in June. Uh, which is looking, uh, I would say, incredible from my point of view, and I think I can speak for the 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 team, and hope for the players. Uh, the CSM has seen all of the content, so we are just on the racetrack running. Uh, we, if there's someone else like on the football field next to us, it doesn't really disrupt us, uh, if to be honest. Mm -hmm. And the other concern um, being that. With with blockchain technology, I think one uh, one criticism that that is coming not not from the from the crypto community but more from the gamer community is that you know they don't really see the advantage that blockchain technology would bring in terms of making it a better game. We I think we all see the advantages of of blockchain in terms of monetization of the game, but not not necessarily the the game itself. Um, I know Hilmar talks a lot about the smart contract blockchain technology um, and, you know, third party development uh, uh, being more more meaningful or better to to handle. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think anyone really understands how blockchain is going to make this a better game. And that's why people are, are skeptical, skeptical in terms of your um you're focused on it and that, that's that's i think the that was that's a big that's a big question mark that the community has yeah um i i'll be honest i'm not a a crypto expert in in any way shape or form mm -hmm. um i i can speak to the motivations so i think it's easy to paint the picture that it's a a a money grab but uh knowing the people working on it um it, it it's technical innovation and being a part of something new and like where the world is heading we've always done it uh with dust file and four con connecting ps3 to pc um being in the in the second wave or like whatever we call it third wave of, of vr when it might have become something like we raised money then too mm -hmm. to take a part of that revolution it didn't pan out but we tried because that's the kind of company we are. And that's the kind of mindset that Hilmar SEO really has more than 
any of us really like it's it's that kind of i would say visionary and bold boldly going where the where the world seems to be going or even before the world is going there we've we've been ahead of the the curve a couple of times so it is true from from my point of view what i get from the team when i listen to them is mm-hmm. this is this uh, even more agency the a bigger sandbox uh, the ability to develop into it take these contracts outside of the game itself just really expanding the ecosystem of it and to me that sounds like super interesting i think the the crypto aspect of it uh i'm happy that it's in this game like and it was a very clear strategic decision to leave all of that out of eo online just because of the um the player concerns but also like our own concerns why why mess with that at all let's try to do it on the side uh prove it out and see if anything uh interesting comes out of it uh so I, I think it, it's the best way to do this. And I think it's a great way for CCP to, to maintain uh, this kind of cutting edge innovation mentality. And I'm, I'm really happy they're doing it in this way exactly. I, I'll be honest, I wouldn't have wanted to deal with integrating blockchain into EVE Online, even if it just from a technical perspective. Uh, so I'm, I'm very happy this is being done next to us. Perfect. Thank you. Um, I I want to uh, talk about Eve Online today, not about uh, something else. But I I felt uh, you know wanted to at least um, uh, oh, it's good. kind of it's kind of good talk about what, like, what we what, what we're all wondering, you know, because we're we're looking at a forty million investment that we all are hoping is going towards the game that we all love to play. And then uh, I you know even realizing that it's a completely separate thing, and the forty million wouldn't have been invested into EVE Online because that's not what uh, Andreas and Horowitz wanted to do. Not how VCs work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I, I think I think that's I think it's good to to also talk about that. Like that money wasn't available for EVE Online. No, and would never have been. So it's it, it's a moot point to talk about. Like, shouldn't we spend it on on EVE Online? It's not. It would not have been available. No one is raising money for a twenty-year-old IP. So. It's a growth business. This is the growth opportunity. This is this is what's happening right now. That's where you get the VC money. Um, we have plenty of money that we reinvest into EVE Online. And I think you probably know this or all the people that monitor our um, annual reports. We've never paid dividends. All of our money goes into reinvested. Like, mil- I can't say the exact numbers, but it's in the tens of millions that we reinvest in Eve Online every year. So they, we don't need VC money. We have our own money. Yeah, I mean, your your yearly revenue with uh, with Eve is more than 40 million, so. Um, exactly. Okay, so um, let's talk about Eve Online. Uh, yes. I'd like to start with a topic that is near and dear to my heart and to uh, most people watching my stream, and that's the the Microsoft Excel add-in that we just got to play around with in the beta that started a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure you're getting a lot of feedback and uh, and data, or at least I'm, I'm, I hope so that you're getting from it. We talked about it last week on on my stream here. Um, looked at the example files that you've provided. It's um, uh, it's shaping up to be to be great. I think one question that a lot of people have there is. What does this mean for the ESI? So, does is this going to, in the long run, replace the ESI? Do you? What's the vision for it? Um, so, I'm I'm super happy that the Excel is like is being received this well, um, and this is a passion project that started with a a dinner conversation at a convention uh, that turned into. Uh, prototype that turned into some Microsoft developers really being interested in helping us. Uh, so this has been a passion project from the heart, for, like and from the start. Mm-hmm. And um, I was concerned that like what we had, like expectation management had gone, like we lost control of it. Uh, but like when we showed it to the CSM uh, this spring or this winter, um, they were more than happy with the feature set. 
So like I, I was relieved. But uh, we built this to to basically test and strengthen our own foundations as well. So that's why we we have been using the ESI um, as the foundation um, to know what the players are using and how much um, basically load it's creating so that we can tactically separate um, things that we provide in the Excel add um, and the ESI specifically. Mm -hmm. So going forward, I I would love to, uh, and and the ESI is basically just any uh, any public facing API. It doesn't have to be the ESI forever. Uh, it we might change how it works, but we're absolutely not disbanding or or discontinuing any support to the third party developers that we have been doing. It's uh, it's a cornerstone of of how we run our business. So, but. I think the most important thing that we were trying to test was just like, can we authenticate? Can this all work really well? Because ultimately this was a, a equality project. We wanted equal access to, to do stuff uh, with the data that we uh, provide. Um, and just the hurdle of, of collecting all the CSVs from the MER and combining them or, or knowing a web programmer or being a web programmer that could talk to the ESI, uh, it's just a, a threshold that, that left 90% out in the cold. Um, so we really wanted to, to put more data into, into more hands. So we start with my, my information, like your authenticated information. Um, and I think a reasonable next step would be to, to add pre-calculated public information uh, simply to reduce the scraping of our endpoints. So there's a lot of people who are asking for the same information the, like all the time just to recreate yeah. their own market price history. So if we can provide that in the um, in either a specific endpoint that just does that uh, or in the in the Excel itself, uh, I think that's a reasonable step to go. Um, but then the rest of the endpoints, uh, I think, uh, and you know this, uh, the market endpoint has been down for some time. Since November, um, I'm counting the days. <laughs> uh, what we realized, and it's a, it's a pretty vulnerable system. It's a very trusting system, and um, we need to need to figure out how to to strengthen that uh, before we kind of re-release. Uh, we it, it is now completely um, on our like critical to-do lists to to do this, but going forward, I think we are going to have to authenticate more endpoints um, to, to, to strengthen the security of the whole system. So right That's now, so right now you, you can't, uh, so I, I know a lot of us were hoping that when the Excel beta hit, we would be able to hit the market history uh, endpoint again. Uh, uh, we we know that's not the case now, presumably because it's it's uh, uh, for the same reason that it's uh, it's down and the uh, you're not even letting the Excel add and hit it. Um, I know this is difficult, but is there any sort of timeline that you can you can give? Is it is it going to be weeks? Is it going to be months for that to be back? Um, just because for for people that are that are you know market maining Eve online, uh, I think the 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 history is so so crucial because current prices are great but uh, to be able to you know look at uh, where the market came from is, is even more important than than where it is at right now um i can't say but i would be um i think i can promise it before the expansion so it, like mm -hmm. but it's on the ship and ready critical feature list so when it's when it's ready um uh, it can go out uh, but uh, and i don't know exactly how long it's going to take but it's definitely before before june and it's it's a question of uh, of strengthening it um, because it was just going down under the amount of hits yes. it was getting right yeah and, and so uh, and i think in some cases, it, it, it's simply a vulnerable point. Um, we have been DDoS before, and um, there are people are always looking, or let's say not people, but um, people with bad intent 
mm-hmm. are always looking for weaknesses in our system to to uh, to uh, yeah cause damage or or uh, descent. So this was definitely malicious, not just um, mistakes in in. in... I, I think I think that's why it's still done. Okay, all right. So in the in the, in the long run, I think um, you've been talking about data democratization with the um, with the Excel add-in, allowing more people to uh, to to build their own spreadsheets than than are today. Um, is is that so that's a, a clear direction that you would want um, Eve to be in. Like, what what do you think the big advantages of opening that data up to to more? Is it involvement into the? Is it is it increased involvement? Is it reduced workload? What is it? It depends on 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 the user. So uh, we went into this with the intent to like the the first prototype was simply for a new player to to be able to look up stuff about themselves. Uh, to kind of build up a character history and, and kind of knowledge of of the the fundamentals of Eve Online, like allow them to browse, uh, figure out the you know the connection between items, blueprints, whatever, um, and ships and skills, uh, kind of like a yeah a, a library of information, especially with these all these like interesting click throughs and links, uh, hyperlinks that that kind of tie it all together. Uh, second, we wanted to create a kind of a simple guide to manufacturing. So, so to deepen the engagement for new players, um, a lot of new players opt out or don't opt in to, to try manufacturing at all, uh, and and simply send sell or reprocess their their like their their raw resources. Um, we would love for new players to be interacting with the market, but we know that it's it's hard to find that margin. Like, when am I uh, competitive, if mm-hmm. if ever? So we wanted to help the player figure out, you know, the cost of the bill of materials, the possible margin, like in in nearby markets, and then eventually, like, what would it look like with better skills? Like, am I able to make a a profit margin on some item somewhere? Um, so it, it it's kind of um, Onboarding manufacturing focused was the was the beginning, but all of the all of the native kind of calculations that are available in this this new Excel, which has been co-developed a lot with us mm-hmm. um, in the last like a lot of stuff that couldn't be done was passed straight to Microsoft and then they they kind of uh, patched it up for us. So we're we're basically co-developing with with Microsoft to 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 make this even easier to use, and like when you start using it and you you learn the hotkeys and and tab and like all these selections and using arrays properly, like this becomes like insanely powerful for anyone, and we don't have to really build a lot of tools to make it so. So I think it uh, onboarding first, but like. Then see what the, the 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 market maniacs do with it. That was the kind of the, the plan. Yeah, I hope Love that yourself. I hope that group of uh, that group of players beyond the ones already building spreadsheets today and those that are never going to build, uh, build spreadsheets. I think is the question of how big is that group, and let's hope that that group is big because then I I think it could be a uh, a, a big impact. Because as, as you say, I think today doing industry without building a spreadsheet is basically insanity in EVE Online. Uh, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, which isn't great, but like, no. there's a lot of stuff to fix in EVE and that's just not the priority at the moment. So if we can do this, uh, second, maybe like social um, planning. So if we're, if we know that people in corp- corporation uh, managers are often kind of setting up like uh, common goals, mm-hmm. like we're going to build this, this, Astrohoots or whatever together, and everyone gets like a part of the job. So they end up in Google Sheets somewhere. Like maybe this is a way to to uh, you know set up these corporation goals. Sure. Um, I have a lot of questions, so let's. I'm going to move on to the next topic, and yep. that's uh, yes. Plex. So yes. I know a lot of people are concerned. Some are concerned about Plex being too expensive. Some are concerned about Plex being too uh, too cheap. Um, but everyone's interested in the Plex price, right? So, um, 
let me let me just quickly give the viewers some background uh, that that might not always think about these these concept but and and uh, basically if you have a high plex price that means that it's very difficult to play for to pay for your game time with in-game currency and potentially that's costing you ratati some monthly active users maybe if it's a high plex price if uh, on the other hand if it's a high plex price then a lot of people um are it's very enticing to buy plex with real cash and that's you know uh, injecting cash funds into the game that you can use for development so obviously it's it's a plex is something that the price of plex is very important to the players but it's also very important to to you as ccp let me like take us take us into the development process there or the decision making process is plex something that you monitor you look at every day like like i look at stock prices or is it um is it something that you just let happen and uh, um you know and 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 it's basically player driven Plex is a signal, um, not something we we uh, try to affect directly. Um, so we we take heat if it it goes above a certain threshold, and then we start like we we take a look at it, further look at it, uh, as with dreadnought prices or anything that in the game. If uh, a lot of things have kind of warning signals and 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 we listen to them uh we don't manage or drive towards a single price reflex uh if i'm honest so everything you 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 said is true like it, it's a very difficult relationship to predict and actually affect um so we monitor the situation but we don't make any decisions based off it if i'm honest uh, we don't try to manipulate the price, and we don't aim for a certain price because basically, it, the left hand and the right hand are are really, like there's engagement, there's more like uh, people turning Plex into Omega, but the vice versa also is beneficial to us. So we just want it to be healthy, and I would say that what we realized in in, in late 2022 was that we were seeing signs of market failure. And that's concerning. Um, so but we kept an eye on it and like didn't react really to it. But that's that's the only thing that I would say is, is where, we, where we have to jump in. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very clear that there are market makers on Plex, uh, people who inflate the price uh, for their own profits. And that's something that we need to be very careful of going forward so our goal is really to just make sure that there's a healthy supply that's i would say the only thing that we are interested in so that's why you may say see a, a plex sale for example uh it may mean that there's a, a low supply um not that there's a different like a a, a high plex mm -hmm. price for example. i so the the i think the the big price increase phases that we had over the last six months was when we had what what we in the community call plexageddon sales uh, not sure if you've come across that term but it's you know uh, new eden store plex only sales where you have to buy plex to take advantage of it and uh, that's you know that's clearly uh, driven at taking some plex out of the game or moving you know i know you're a finance guy at heart so uh, it's 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 taking. You try to move. The velocity is good. <laughs> well, the velocity is good, but you also you're also trying to move um, some of that uh, deferred revenue. I think over to the uh, to your to your PNL. I'll be I'll, that never crosses our minds. You can just like forget that. That's always like when Reddit says that. Like, ah, oh, yeah. Like, I say that. That's so wrong. <laughs> I I say. I mean, you think? I mean, why? But why else? Why else? Like, why else would you have a a fifty percent off skill extractor sale at the at like two days before the quarter end. I mean, like like what, like that's a massive sale that's never been there before. Uh, it's you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's financially speaking, it's perfect of, for you. Yeah, a lot of stuff uh, in the last twelve months has has been experimentation on 
what are the motives and motivations of, of the people who hold Plex, who want to buy Plex, who want to convert Plex. Um, these are way more uh, and diverse kind of audiences or, 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 or types of people or players who, who hold and, and use Plex in this way. Um, and we basically have been trying a lot of things just to kind of map out these behaviors. Mm. Uh, we didn't previously have, uh, for example, uh, our own ability to have some of these nest sales that we've been seeing because we didn't have uh, certain limits in the nest store. We couldn't we couldn't put in like one per account like that. Just we didn't have that ability in the, the store. So okay. when we had that ability that we added somewhere like sometime last year, we started trying it out. Like, what does this do? Like, is there more demand for this than on Plex than than, than on Secure? Uh, why is that? Like, what is the relationship between these? So there's been experimentation, and some maybe it, it looks schizophrenic, but there there is a plan. There's a a, a person that I trust running all of this. Um, so we are mostly trying to affect the the flow, like having just a healthy supply, demand, and flow of flex is the most important thing. Uh, that it happens at the end of like. Uh, uh, you won't believe me, but it's it's circumstance. <laughs> I'll, I'll believe I'll believe you if, if you say so. Um, I'll just ask, but I'll ask some more questions. And that's um, so if if we're seeing like a, a massive like a fifty percent off sale on skill extractors has a um, a massive impact on the in-game economy, right? Because um, what it does it it shifts that whole we call it skill farming equation i don't know what you call it in internally yep. but it's it's you know it's how much how much is a skill point worth um uh, is it worth it to uh, basically uh, to plex another account to get out enough uh, skill points to make it sustain itself or almost sustain itself so that's a massive uh, shift is that is that skill farming equation is that something that you take into consideration when making a decision like that about a massive sale um, I would say it's a part of the learning equation. Like, how do these two things affect each other? Um, it, it it's uh, very nonlinear, and it's not always the same mm -hmm. because there are big market movers that that may behave uh, differently. So, most of these are um, experiments, or at least um done to learn something mm -hmm. and when and you say big farming itself mm -hmm. is it, it it it's an it's an avenue of of activities that we 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 don't want to interfere with too much mm -hmm. uh we it's good that there's a healthy supply of of sp coming from them um but i would like to have better insight into how that ecosystem works because I've been told that like plenty of times that now it doesn't even make sense to do it, but still people do it. So like there is a lot of I would say urban legends in this as well, and I I, I we're, we're still figuring that out. I I but basically show that intent. I basically yeah. show that equation uh, on on my stream uh, every every weekend, and it's um it it for the longest time like we're talking years ago it was very profitable then for the last year or two it, it wasn't um now it's getting into the territory where it's where it's profitable again because people have taken advantage of the um the the, the big massive sales so you know the, there was a sale on uh, um, uh one month omega for 300 plex instead of 500 that mm -hmm. was that was the big one in i think september or something so that in itself makes it you know profitable in an instant so that's you know uh i think for those people that are doing it that uh, or in a, in a at a large scale I, I guess those are the people that you're calling market makers um yes I, yes um so what, not bad necessarily just that that they are mm -hmm. and these these create interesting ebbs and flows in this market um there are no natural things that happen in this so in some way we are we're, we're, we're creating, I would say, like uh, external factors with when this happens. Okay, now it's profitable, and then it's interesting. 
if it never changes, it's not interesting. It's just a money printing machine. So I think a lot of these uh, are they they have an effect of, on each other, and so so it's good to to shake them up a bit as well. I would say. So keep you on your toes, market buy. So are you are you is that is that like a if you're if you're looking at certain certain people that have large impacts or that are playing it in a certain way is that more like an an archetype of player that you're looking at or yeah, is that your yes, like yeah. handful of players that you know are uh, it's, it's not on on player names it's more archetypes okay um let's uh let's jump to uh, the topic that we talked about two years ago and that's you know res resource redistribution yep you've you've gone i mean pretty much uh full circle um i'm not gonna go i'm I'm not gonna say through hell but it was you know it certainly wasn't it wasn't easy for you and your team i think the last uh last two years um but uh you've you know you've emerged on the other end um are, are we are we there now are we there where you want where you want resources in EVE Online want to be in terms of the supply, the demand, uh, the production that it um, that it allows, are we are we there? Uh, no, we are close, I would say, but not there. But from a from a milestone point of view, let's say with the current resources and how the game works. I think we are close, and I think we'll be very close by the um, by the next expansion. There are a handful of things that we plan to address um, that I think will will eliminate most of the issues and the bottlenecks that we're looking at today. Um, and I really can't wait for that. Um, we have been kind of uh, pruning or tuning. Uh, the last and the last expansion with with the moon with the moon change and then the um the the new border anomalies um and this is this is basically the first step in redistribution when we started to seed more uh, and diverse uh resources back into specific places not just like a, a, on a global scale uh we want to have more geographical and topological diversity and it's a part of that so we've we have all the tools now that we need for the current ecosystem, but we have been exploring what uh, what new awesome things to add in the future, and I think that's going to be uh, like a, let's just call it the, the the next next level of industry. That was going to be my follow up question, and 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 the. You said last time that uh, you know one one of the goals was to make the regions of space more more unique, and I think you know we've we've seen some some impacts there in low sec versus high sec versus no sec versus wormholes. I don't I don't know if we've seen a lot in in the space of regions of no sec being diff different enough for it to allow strategic objectives to to change where where people want. A certain part of space because there's different um, or maybe even fluctuating resources. Is that something that's still on your list, or is that something where you feel like you've done that already? No, uh, I we're not there yet, and um, I think let's just call it the next industry next gen or V three or whatever you call it might want to call it. Um, that would be kind of uh, changing the more of the fabric or allowing players to change more of the fabric i would say so we we have been uh alluding to this in in the expansion and the lore mm -hmm. um it's not happening right now but i think i, I think there's a there's a cool narrative uh that ends in, in in something very interesting and a game changer for for industry but in the meantime i would say that like we need to to remove Three or four bottlenecks we need to like take a look at like some of the final resources that are kind of like missing from the uh they're not like in enough supply or in too much supply so like a little bit more tuning but uh we've been working with the csm on this and i th i think we'll be looking at a very very uh efficient good market uh, in june okay 
A game changer in industry sounds um, some, sounds very exciting. Is there anything else you can say say to that? Um, is that in terms of resources or in terms of blueprints or or items, new items? It, it it's a <laughs> it's uh, how the player affects their environment. I would say, like it it's it's the, I would call it terraforming. If if mm -hmm. there's a if that's the the way. But terraforming through cost, through investment, through risk and reward, and through objectives in space. So okay. like not something that that that's uh, just built to last. It, it it would need to be defended. And so potentially, therefore, influencing the available resources in a region through something like that. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so you, you're talking about um, bottlenecks. You know, I'm, I'm assuming stuff like isogen or megasite might be on your list of things that are um, that are not available enough supply, or that might might even be hampering um, production. Is is that uh, is that something then? You know, is that something you you look at and say, okay, the price is getting out of hand. We have to change something, or how do, how is that 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 decision process going? Uh, it's a mixture. Of, uh, so I would. It's interesting because it's a segue into the MER. Mm -hmm. um, you, you've seen a few new slides in the MER. Yeah. Um, and we have basically, and I I would love to to drop his name, uh, but I don't know his CCP name. I was trying to find CCP estimate. Before. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. So it's him. Yeah. Uh, we've been working on uh, supply chain analysis and bottleneck analysis, um, as well as a lot of kind of baseline um, economic behaviors that we, we've simply been missing. And this is reaping a lot of rewards. So uh, this investment, you're, you're basically seeing the first parts of it in the MER. Mm -hmm. But you'll hopefully see the the, the results um, of this analysis and, and how we use it uh, in in our economic management going forward. We should be seeing seeing that in in June. Okay. So that allows us to find whether the, there's a a supply break or a demand like lack of demand, uh, and which item, which blueprint, um, etc. So uh, I'm I'm looking very much forward to this. That that sounds good. Speaking of the MER, um, so we can we can also see wormhole export uh, data now more more clearly, and it's it's uh, it's it's very I think interesting. There's a reason for that graph. Yeah. So <laughs> we 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 can basically say that uh, the only thing that matters in wormholes, so you forget gas, forget uh, forget basically C one through C four. Those are fun, but when when you're talking about uh, the the generation of of wealth in wormholes then you're talking about c5 c6 blue loot or the 25 trillion that gets generated there every month is that is that a problem ratari is that is that like it's 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 a significant portion of the isk influx into the monetary supply of online so is that is that too too much how much is too much how much is too much is it available to everyone yes no. Do I then care? <laughs> it is technically, yes. It's technically sure. available to everyone. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like go get it if you want. Mm -hmm. Um I don't like anything that uh, that is in a kind of dominant like uh, I don't want one thing or activity to dominate the others. I'm always working with multiple pillars of a healthy uh, ecosystem. And uh, I think this is one of the like kind of the final pieces of the puzzle. We kind of left wormholes and C5, C6s out of the equation while we we focus on the other things. But now I think it's it's time to. It's not necessarily now, but I think it's it's clearly there's a signal that we start uh, start need to look at, um, and specifically just the the risk of it. Uh, I think it's. Um, I don't like it when it's risk-free mm -hmm. or relatively risk-free. If it's solved and the and the moneymaker that I and 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 hard to interact with by by enemies, um, it, it it starts to worry me. Mm -hmm. But everything else, I I was looking at the just like refreshing. Yeah. Uh, everything else looks 
pretty solid. Like we're looking at mining, it's back. It's back to a a good state, not like the crazy state. Uh, bounties are fine. Uh, way more than fine, actually. Like concerningly high, if I'm looking at it. Um, I think the the sleeper components are kind of showing showing a clear signal now. But the overall wealth generation of the economy, like the GDP, is is vastly improved. So just from a year ago, let me take a look. I mean, certainly production levels Go are higher now than they were a year ago, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're up. We're up twenty five. We're up fifty percent almost year on year in in GDP as we calculated internally. Mm -hmm. So so the and we I'm looking at the the lowest percentile wallets as well they've doubled in the last year or two mm -hmm. which was a, a part of of one to do we wanted to kind of move a little bit more of the like low level harvesting in, into new players and and poor um and they've they've risen significantly higher than and all, all the other percentiles so this is all looking relatively healthy and i think we're like we're going to be in a really really good healthy place um post june one one thing that that hasn't recovered significantly from my from my point of view is uh, is, is is velocity. So um, it has recovered a little bit over the last few months, but then again, you know, uh, you know, we we can see it in the number now with Plex and without Plex, which is very helpful. So thanks, thank you, CCP estimate for providing that as well. Uh, but uh, ISK velocity, if you look at it over you know three, four, five years, it's it's been the the trend is is down clearly. Is that a concern to you? So less so for everyone that doesn't know what that is, it's it's the amount of times ISK changes hands within a month. You know, we're at like zero point four, zero point five, where it used to be maybe one. I I don't know that it's a. I've, I, I'm not a, a believer in this number being that important, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. uh, Lost Isk has loads of real life uh, things that, 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 or factors that, that, that have affected uh, and its importance in, in, in a real economy, but we don't have, we don't have interest. We don't have a lot of things that real economies don't have. And I, I think it's, it's not the one that I would look at primarily mm -hmm. and definitely not so, something that we we use to to make decisions um it's an interesting number to me but um i'm looking at more on inflation and these kind of macro movements of of simply the the, the ability to make money and the ability to create um and i think uh, and the incentives to destroy those are the three things that i that i look at I, I guess the the reason I think that is velocity is is important in that context is that it does show that more people are sitting on their ISK rather than you know pumping it back into the economy being you know whether it's it's buying stuff producing stuff uh, uh, trading stuff um, anything right so that and and in terms of inflation it is it is part of the, so the the inflation is is basically the the product between the is velocity and the money supply. So I think in the end, the reason that we don't have uh, rampant inflation right now in, in, in EVE with an increasing money supply is uh, because the, the is velocity is, is rather low, right? So I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that it's, it's doom and gloom right now. I just think I just, uh, I, I think a higher is velocity would certainly indicate that there's, yeah. there's people yeah. are doing more in EVE online, which would be a positive thing. Yeah, um, I, I I have two theories. Um, the old velocity is definitely inflated as well. Like uh, we had the ramp at botting, and uh, and back in in the highest places, um, where they would basically be spending on plex and ships um, as well. And we've like there's been a huge uh, change in in botting in Um down by 80% or mm -hmm. something uh, as far as I uh, as the numbers we can see so those have always been inflating all of these numbers throughout mm -hmm. the years so uh, I think it's something to take into account you can see it in the eve price and the ISK mm -hmm. prices uh, as well like the spike of 1819 
there's clearly a, a botting, and you can see the 2019. That's basically when when um, I we started cracking down on botting uh, heavily, mm-hmm. uh, banning huge cartel like is making cartels, um, which makes it pop down by like went from 4.5, I guess, to two ish, 2.8, mm-hmm. something like this. This was a a pure um, uh, rampant botting out of control. Um, so I'm, I wouldn't look at the old numbers to be like precise and, or at least good indicators of, of what it used to be as healthy. Um, uh, and the other thing that I'm, I don't know how actually would be represented, but I know that there's a, a lot of war bonds to be paid and there are a lot of people who <laughs> owe a lot of things. Um, so I don't know how it looks in the, in the, in the numbers, but I know that, that some of these uh corporations alliances they are they're owed trillions mm-hmm. yeah they, and, they, uh, they are. I, it's probably not entering the market as as uh as we see it um so i i would i would those are my theories at the moment okay um so uh some 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 quick fire questions to round round things up here yep. um uh, abyssal uh, battlegrounds uh, we used to see them a lot the events we haven't seen them recently uh, are they coming back are they are you still doing them we were we are we're doing a little bit of change in in how we run events mm-hmm. um and we're we're kind of in the middle of that um and i really can't speak to it but i'm i'm assuming that that's a part of it uh we wanted to focus a bit of the team over to the narrative arc campaigns kind of uh bolder more creative more you know more uh bespoke and innovative uh, content so uh i'll just go check on this this may be kind of in a lull as we transition and i mean you've said that you you're, you're going to be replaced some of the i mean we we saw that with the um what is it? The Guardians Gala this year yeah, that you replaced yeah, it with yeah. a with a storyline event. Uh, there was communication around that. Is is there going to be other events that we're used to that are going to be replaced by story storyline events? Like, should I, we I expect some of them are, to not happen? I think the ones that we are hundred percent committed to are on the roadmap. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's okay. definitely uh, Capsuleer Day and uh, Halloween. Yeah, and Christmas. Yeah, or Christmas holiday. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I, I actually like. I prefer that they're in the storyline, like um, going forward. It, but still, obviously meaningful and full of content. Um, I, I think um, it, it, it's a much better use of our resources to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if if it's if it's changing things up and the events are uh, are same or better, then it's a win for sure. Um, there's always going to be people that miss certain events because they've specialized yeah, in yeah. it. <laughs> I think overall it's a, overall it's a win, at least uh, I see it as that. Uh, I'm going to take a, um, a question straight from Twitch chat because I'm seeing it here and I had it on my list as well. Um, cap, capital prices. Uh, what huge issue over the last year uh, people were um, you know they, they were not profitable to produce and uh, people it was a, a big point of contention for the eve community uh, the current price of capitals is that where you want them to be or are you are there changes coming um that's that's one of the the, the bottleneck uh, issue is supposed to to improve that they're still too high in my opinion so look, plan for for cheaper capitals. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> there's going to be some panic, some panic buying and panic selling right now. Um, Obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, uh, there was there was one question that I that I discussed last week uh, on on my stream, and that was the whole question around like a strategic objectives in Eve uh, in Eve, Eve Online. So I know I know it's a you could talk an hour alone about you know what are the reasons to go to war over certain regions. We touched on it earlier that is resources, but like the the overall like. Uh, NPSI fleets and uh, um, and and just fighting over just for the sake of fighting rather than 
um, than resources or another strategic objective. Of course, there has to be room for both because there's both is both are favored by large chunks of the player base. But what's your what's your take on that? Is that is that something that you would rather take into the direction of more strategic objectives, or are you saying no? I mean, we're totally fine with you know. Uh, 80% of the fights being, you know, rather just for, for, for shits and giggles. There's a, there's a pyramid that needs to be healthy. Uh, you, you need those epic lead fights that kind of drive the, 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 the ultimate showdowns. Um, they're not the most fun um, to the, the participants. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know that more mega wars, because they kind of tire you out too, are the, the best thing for the game, but they need to exist uh, with a very regular cadence. So you always want to like to have incentives to do so, but mostly these have been pride and animosity in the past. Like they haven't really been about resources. Um, I, I think we can improve the kind of evergreen uh, content, which we're basically doing now with, with uh, enlistment. So now, okay, let's have something that, that's like pure, Fighting, it's mm -hmm. just like it, it, it's a casual thing. Let's go fight. Let's go kill. It's a it's a good thing. And if there, there's a healthy environment in in low sec, there's also camping opportunities on on either side uh, to to intercept those. So like having that heart of faction warfare, like vibrant and healthy, is super important to us. And having people uh, being able to enter from from null sec. We want to bring this kind of gameplay even closer into no sec so that like you don't have to go into low sec. So um, in some way, kind of uh, how NPC null could be behaving. Like, is there some kind of evergreen war that null sec uh, can actually participate in without it like starting to take over their own territory? So um, something closer. So I want to bring the fight closer to people, but then also make sure that um, uh, I would say combat bottlenecks are also removed. Uh, it's not just about the incentive, but it's also about the 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 meta. And uh, there is a bit of a a a structure carrier tether meta that's just kind of we're all done and done with. Um, we we can't uh, start changing it right now in the middle of a war, but that's definitely something that we're like it's always top of our mind like. We, we cannot have this type of um, uh, conquest saw mechanics become stale and kind of uh, predetermined almost. So that's basically on our kind of mid mid roadmap is to, to look at these. We're always trying to see if there's like a, a simple way to improve these. Um, and then add more incentive. Um, we are missing a part of the incentive structure which is basically um, immediate income through conquest. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We, we, we always require the return on investment, but there's no immediate uh, payback. And I think that's completely missing from, from the game. And I'm not I saying mean, that's, like that's the, the old... same for any, any, any PVP, really. There's the, the economic equation of PVP is off. Right, because they're even even small gangs roaming. They're never doing it for profit. They're mostly doing it for glory. Yes, yes. So we want to create some kind of incentivization. Uh, there's loads of interesting ideas. Uh, putting more value in in racks, for example, so you yeah. can you can harvest a battlefield. Yes. Uh, there is a a very interesting uh, planet population idea that has been coming up. Uh, you know what. What does it mean to hold advantage? Like, is, is that some kind of, of way to earn money uh, in null or in, in null NPC? Uh, mm -hmm. So there's, we I think we need to have that, like uh, the king of the hill um, kind of, it just starts yeah. running to you if, you if you own the system. And I think that's like completely missing. That would create a lot of more border conflict and kind of switching, switching sides, uh, tug of war kind of gameplay. Perfect. But I think that we, sounds we, great. We're all working on it.
Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, Rathari, we're 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 at the full hour um, of the of the interview. Uh, I I would have just two more questions. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. One one question is the, so the current war that is um, that is kicking off or that is raging right now. It's about renting renting in in mm -hmm. in Nullsec. now. You know, technically, you uh, running a sandbox, you have to be you have to be. Uh, I guess impartial on it, but um, what's what's you, you personally? What what's your take on on renting in Nullsec? And of course, there, it's not really about rent. I mean, I know that the war. So just for Twitch chat, we all know that it's not really. It's it's really just about hubris again. But renting, Rotari. I like you said, you, you can't control it. But I think um, I, I think it's because there's no natural. Uh, benefit from systems just owning them mm -hmm. there's no um and i think some incentive on that um uh, would make it way more interesting like having a choice whether to have a renter or like i said like having an npc population which is kind of like a renter um i i think there's a way to do that i don't know if that's better for the game because then like where did the renters go how do they how do they start to establish their presence and i don't know that renters are just renters because they want to be renters or are they renters who are trying to get a foothold into nullsec and just learning how to how it works so do we do we need like a a a new movers advantage kind of into nullsec like a a, a place to learn the ropes because if you just come in you pop down a citadel and you're blown up immediately and you're nothing to 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 show for it, I, th I think it's a very hard thing to do. So uh, I'm not sure what renting, like whether renting is a problem or a, a different problem. Um, but I think it's very interesting to add uh, add a layer that kind of challenges that the, the the passive income, like purely passive income, and see what happens then. Um, so that's basically what I. Uh, what might work and then the renters actually might go into a like the renters who are trying to get a foothold they might go to a place far away and kind of rely on that npc income while they get their like get everything up and running build up their like uh you know whatever you call it oh atms mm -hmm. and and start making money and building up their infrastructure um, because they have no way to make money in the in the very beginning, so I think this will be very interesting. But we have also been doing a lot of kind of deep dives with um, with CSM on this. Casimir uh, specifically mm -hmm. has been <laughs> a, a vocal about stuff like this, and it, it's really fun to to kind of go through the 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 archetypes of 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 nullsec solveholders and their kind of uh, definitely incentives and, and motives yeah sure uh and the last question is is more of a um a personal one related to what we discuss a lot on my channel and that's um keep stars in, in high sec it's an evergreen as well uh the the tranquility trading tower and perimeter for example uh is is that just something that we that you've come to accept or that you know is going to be there uh forever um or is is there is there going to be a threat for the, an a, a an internal threat for the tranquility trading tower and keep stars on high sec going forward? This, this goes into my uh, I don't like things with no risk, yeah, and that creates reward. Um, uh, it's one of my pet peeves, and I've stated it multiple times. Uh, I think they have no place in mm -hmm. uh, Excel structures have no place in high sec, um, but. Nothing is happening right now. Okay. Uh, it's the same thing with with uh, filamenting out of wormholes. I did not like that. It broke the the fabric of of the game. Um, and I think this is one of those things. And I think jump freighters really do the same thing. But and I've also been I've said that before. It it there's something wrong with that. But without a better solution, we're not gonna do anything. All right. So they're they're safe for another year, you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to say nothing about yeah. nothing, so like right. I don't cause markets to crash. And <laughs> well, you've you've been quite successful in making them less 
less meaningful through broker fees, uh, fee changes. So I think, you know, you've you've cut their in, you've cut their income uh, significantly, um, which you know. Uh, now that we know how much C5 and C6 wormholes make, that makes the triple T look like child's play anyway. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, <laughs> there are easier ways to make money, but I think it's a uh, yeah yeah. I think they will destroy themselves before you 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 will will destroy them. The problem is that it can't they can't meaningfully be destroyed. I I I honestly think that a triple timer in high sec would never like it. It just can't be done. That's my problem. I, I honestly think you, you, no one can blow it up. No, no, they will not blow it up. But they will. Somebody, somebody will. Um, it will be a diplomacy thing internally imploding. Um, anyway, all right, uh, Ratari, Time, time flies uh, when we talk. Um, let's. Uh, uh, my request to you would be: let's not make it another two years till you till you're back. So I'm, I'm going to try to make it. Uh, make you come let's back. Let's catch up in June and like <laughs> see what the. What yes, that would be. Can. That would be amazing. Are there any? Is there anything uh, you'd like to say to the community before we, before we go? Uh, no, I, I'm. We are all very happy. I think the uppercase expansion really kind of kicked the dev team into gear, um, and I think it it kind of we we see it in the activity engagement and and daily users that like we're still holding strong, which is something we were really hoping would happen. Um, and I encourage people to to definitely try out faction warfare enlistment. This is a this is a huge huge opportunity for CEOs that like lack something fun to do for their their players in the in the normal day to day. Um, and absolutely, um, um, a topic from last FanFest, um, the LP ecosystem is is something that we're 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 heavily uh, investing in going forward so that should strengthen the the uh i would say the fundamentals of the both the corporation uh wealth generation and and the whole ecosystem overall perfect so thanks then good yeah buy and buy action warfare <laughs> we'll uh we'll do all right um ratari thanks again for spending your uh, part of your saturday evening with us and um i will uh, see you soon we're going to take uh, for everyone in, in stream i'm going to take a five minute break and then we'll uh, we'll be back for the for the after show all right all right bye bye